I'm Mike Prowse. Welcome to the Solo Travel Podcast. First, a big thank you to everyone who's been tweeting along with the hashtag Draw Attention to the Podcast of Mike Prowse. Let's see what you've been saying. Naz Parsonage wrote, Whether I'm in the office, round at my nan's, or just chillax debating in the park, Prowse is the man I'm listening to. Jesse4592176 said, I secured the secret 15% general discomfort discount at the Vista Holiday Inn. All thanks to Mike's insider knowledge about the graveyard it was illegally built on. Judy Bristol's avatar on Twitter is a rescue donkey. And she said, Mike Prowse lurks in the shadows of my mind like a dark sentinel. I might ask you to delete that one, Judy. And Sir Wayne Trent wrote, Travel-wise, I never go anywhere because of my leg, but I love it when something really disturbing happens to Mike Prowse. Well, continue to stay right where you are, Sir Wayne, because this one is right up your street. It's the story of... The Teffington Protocol. Mike Prowse, the holiday man who does things on his own. Two weeks ago. Recently, I felt a strong urge to take on big first aid. You know who I'm talking about. The ambulance service, St John Ambulance, the brownies. The corrupt big boys and girls of unexpected healthcare, raking in cash from first aid booklets and the sale of bandages. But take one look at their guidebooks and it's always someone administering first aid to someone else. The fact is, most accidents happen when you're alone. At home on Thursday, I slipped on a sandwich. So, according to my lived experience of being me last week, 100% of accidents are solo accidents. And now, a remarkable new organisation has changed my life. I've just passed a new safety course. It's called Stage 7 Solo Teffington First Aid Accreditation Level B Brackets Falls from Height and Sharp Objects Close Brackets. It's been a very intense period of study which has seen me earn this. This. Teffington Decorative Steel Presentation Orb was given to me on Monday by none other than, wait for it, Phoebe Waller-Bridge fan Jasmine Teffington the woman who devised the course. It means I'm now qualified to treat myself following a range of solo accidents. Let's see. Uh, Four foot fall downstairs, slip on ice, dropping steel presentation orb, and garden exercise overstretch left leg. Ah, here's my coffee. Just make a bit of space. Just there, it's fine. Love Christmas, 
but hate the cold. Give praise to the fresh Prince of Peace and warm up your festive season with the Church of England's one-year-only Summer, Summer, Summer Christmas. Just a bit of a break in the monastery from all that snow and ice which has gotten to be a little bit out of control. Get involved. The Anglican Church's new definition of summer madness is warming up your yuletide. Northern Hemisphere only. Before I could be presented with my Teffington First Aider certificate, the pressure was on. Even though it was just the two of us in a pretty dark basement, I had to recite one of Jasmine's catchy first aid rhymes. If in your life while alone incidents occur to make you physically worse, have recourse to the skills concerning the aid which should come first. While I've been studying, these handy aid memoirs, the hypnosis sessions and the audio tapes I listen to at night are all part of what makes Jasmine's instructions so clear. Another example. Say you cause an accident. Her advice is always use sellotape. And by sellotape, I mean stop, evaluate, look, look again, orientate, triage, apologise, that's the A and the P, and finally, empathise. For example, oh no, you've been hit by my car. You must feel awful. Girls out praying and guys doing likewise, honking at the honey in front of you with the mince pies. The Church of England's new definition of summer Christmas madness is in effect. So whether you've been hustling on the court or reflecting on the mysteries of the epiphany, put a cracker on the grill and pull back your hoods, because Christmas is coming, and it's going to be a hot one. So that's it, really. I'm heading home. Not a complicated podcast this week, just a quick note to say that Teffington accreditation has changed me and my handsome presentation orb will take pride of place near my mantelpiece. You know, it's funny. I kind of don't want to let it out of my sight. I want it to be with me all the time. It's very shiny, three times larger than a football, and it weighs about four stone, and it's proof that I'm a Teffington solo first aider and I couldn't be happier. I'll see you next time. And it looks like, yes, I'm definitely being arrested. Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. Two weeks before that arrest. Okay. Right. Solo Travel Admin Cast, intro 3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast. Insert Prowse sting here. This week, a Solo Travel Admin update. In this episode, I'm backing up all audio files recorded in June 2018, so it promises to be a classic. Just got one thing to check. Yep. This keyboard is definitely working. God, what's this? Hello, Mike Prowse, the holiday man who does things on his own. (laughs) 
You need to access my computer. Why? Because there's something wrong with it. Can you be any more specific? Financial bots released by Russian oligarchs are targeting singles in my area. Are they really? Right, see, I am a fraud expert. I did an entire episode about it, episode 10, Holiday Fraud Special. Why wouldn't my integrated shield encryption software catch that, eh? You think it got scratched. And you'd like me to share my screen with you to... Buff away any marks. Would you really? What is your name, please? Well, Jasmine Teffington, I've never heard of you. Let me assure you, I will not be sharing my details with you. And furthermore... It was at this point in the recording that a shelf above me collapsed and a recently restored bust of Ted Heath fell, making heavy contact with the side of my head. Ah! Ugh! Sorry? Yeah, I was, um... I just got Ted Heath. I mean, the the bust fell on my head. Or was I? Yeah, the bots. The bots are after me, aren't they? Um, I'm sharing my screen with you now. You want to tell me something important? Uh, yeah, I'll stop recording. I discovered that piece of audio following a conversation with the officer who brought me in, Inspector Steve Carlyle of Merseyside Police. I wasn't being arrested. He said that I had contacted the police switchboard asking for him by name. I had no memory of this, but when he heard the name Jasmine Teffington, he seemed very interested, referring to what he called her Blag First Aid Course for Divs. Looking back... The course had seemed normal. Yes, I was the only student and I had to wear headphones while watching a large cinema screen of intensely swirling imagery, the deafening sound of a drill and quickly edited footage of historic atrocities. But this is very much the Teffington way. Now I listen back to these sleep tapes, they don't sound much like a first aid course. Sitting in the tiny interview room, Inspector Carlisle and I also listened to some of the forgotten recordings I'd made in the previous weeks. Which is why I, for one, have no reservations about calling Grant Shapps a moral and ethical pervert. More on the Secretary of State for Transport's new model for integrated rail commissioning in next month's newsletter. Hello, Mike Prowse, the holiday man here, etc. Ah, Jasmine Teffington. Okay, can we talk about these uh, financial bots? Because frankly, all that's happened since you accessed my computer is I've lost £87 from my current account. Yes, well, I'm annoyed there wasn't more in it, too. What do you mean you needed it? I needed it! 
Look, I don't care if I'm making the financial bots angry. While I was talking to you, I was concussed by a bust of Ted Heath, and I think I was taken advantage of. I have no memory of how our conversation ended, but I warn you. What did you say? Seven flowers. Six are red. One is white. Yes. The Teffington Protocol has been initiated. I will attend the first aid course and await your instructions. The Teffington Protocol. Listening back to recordings I had no memory of making was disturbing. Rather rudely resting his feet on my presentation orb, Inspector Carlyle was playing his cards close to his chest, just occasionally banging the table and shouting, I've got her! After 15 years, I've finally got her! It was then that he reached into his satchel and produced the dossier. Inside the brown folder was Carlyle's diligently gathered evidence against Jasmine Teffington and her life story. Graduating age seven from Cambridge, she astonished her parents by insisting on doing her entire physics degree again, but this time left-handed. Age 14, her postgraduate attentions turned to psychiatry, engineering, chemistry and millinery. Soon, she had attracted the attentions of military intelligence and was recruited by the research facility at Porton Down, where she specialised in technological psychological operations. Tech PSYOPs, successfully keeping the Third Gulf War entirely secret. But senior officers had spotted a malevolent streak in Teffington. She developed an amnesia device which ruined a meeting of the MI6 book club. Someone, believed to be Teffington, gave the director of her research facility an embalmed human hand for Secret Santa and made him really pleased. Years of experimenting with human psychology, behavioural adaptation and mind control warped her moral compass. According to Carlyle's dossier, she was responsible for a string of bank heists in which managers simply handed over the money. But as the inspector put it, why would she turn her attentions to, with all due respect, some solo travel ponce who makes radio programmes that don't even go on the radio? I pointed out there was more respect due than this. Why had Jasmine Teffington escalated from ensnaring me in a simple £87 phone fraud to this elaborate first aid presentation? I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, but nighttime tapes? A first aid hypnosis? An elite thought manipulator had taken over my brain, and now... I was in a room with the one man who'd been gathering evidence against her. The steel presentation orb gifted to me by Teffington began to emit a strange hum. So, just left the police station. Not exactly sure why I was there, to be honest. I was just with a very nice police officer and he had no idea 
why I was there either. And still a bit foggy, if I'm honest. I do remember that he suddenly decided that a whole load of documents about a woman needed to be destroyed. So he got on with that. The steel orb deactivated itself, and we both said I should probably go. Right, that's it for now. See you next time on the Mike Preng Solo Issue Travel Cast. You know, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure where I live. Here at the Church of England, we've ran out of Christmassy lyrics inspired by Will Smith's Summertime. But mid-40s pop rap fans is a demographic that we're prepared to fight for. So why not wish you were a little bit taller, and that you had a girl who looked good? We will call her. On your behalf. In November. To say Happy Easter. Express yourself with the Church of England. The Teffington Protocol. A labyrinthine plan to smuggle an experimental mind control weapon into a police station, take over the brain of an investigating officer, and thus destroy the only evidence which could convict her. She forced me to deliver her appalling mind control orb into that interview room, and she still has my 87 quid. One recording from that interview room now exists. Listen to it with caution. Inspector Carlyle? God, that noise. Are you conscious? Okay, right, first aid. Sellotape. Stop. Elope. Lift. That's it, lift the body. Double out. Linger. Organise. Inspector? Can you see the orb? Look at the orb. Look at the orb, Inspector. The orb is shiny. The shiny orb.